0: Welcome to episode 268 of the TDR Now podcast. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us all over the place, but mainly under TDR Explore. So if you do a search for that, you'll find YouTube, you'll find the main website, you'll find Instagram, you'll find all kinds of fun stuff. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. I, I am the one <laughs> avoiding scary, scary crap. <laughs> and you can find me at <laughs> Dream Love on Instagram. And I guess for now on Twitter. I don't know what's going to happen with that.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and with me, as always, is the charismatic Chris. Hello.
1: Hello. You have
0: had yes. so many adventures lately.
1: I know. I was in the US. I was back here. I've been to Universal, Japan, University of Japan. I'm going to be going to the Ghibli Park right away. Oh my it's, gosh. Oh, I'm all over the place. I'm also going to Legoland too.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's super fun though. I love it.
1: Yeah. With the borders reopened and everything, it's it, it's good to be talking about this stuff and the vast majority of people that are listening can come and visit.
0: Yeah. Come on over, you guys. Spend some money for real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of your hosts, Chris, chief content editor for TDR explorer and yeah, like I said, I'm pretty much everywhere right now. That's kind of what what I've been doing. Not <laughs> not a lot of rest. Not a lot of rest for the wicked, I, I suppose. <laughs> We're talking about the new show at Tokyo Disney Sea that we've been waiting for.
0: Yeah, it seems
1: like forever. Believe Sea of Dreams. It finally it's made it, it made its debut last week. This is when we're recording the episode. So, yeah, last week, finally. Yeah, hooray. <laughs> I think it was supposed to come out for the 20th anniversary of Disney Sea.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what you would expect, right? Like, it makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, that would have been what, 2021, mm-hmm. beginning of it. And of course, you know, with the pandemic, borders closed and things like that, it was delayed. And now it's finally here. So, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about what we think of the show. Well, you you haven't seen I haven't it. Haven't seen in it. Person. I
0: have been trying to, you know, it's like one of those things where I I try to avoid it, but also like living in Japan, I you know I just expect to run into spoilers anyway because yeah. everything that comes out in the West is like mostly delayed here. So I'm like, whatever, spoilers, it happens. So but I'm trying not to see too much before seeing it in person because I want to see it in person and be like, really, like, wow, you know what I mean? So, but I, of course. It's everywhere, you know, and it looks fantastic.
1: I'll try and keep uh, things to a minimum in terms of spoilers, but you know, with with audio, there's only so like. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you can't spoil that much. It's everything. like visual,
0: right? Yeah, It's fine. And it's I think a, yeah, I think it's a little tough for like in for this like discussion. We kind of need to discuss spoilers a little bit. Because, you know, for this kind of show, although, I don't know, seating is kind of like up in the air, right? But seating kind of matters, like where you watch it from, like what you can see, like what's a good viewpoint. So, it, I mean, it kind of needs to be discussed too, so it's all right.
1: We're going to end up talking mostly about seating, I think. I have a feeling that's what yeah. we're going to talk about. It's a big point of, what, contention, I, don't I guess, don't think anybody's right con- now. Con-
0: <laughs> contentioning. Contentioning.
1: I don't think think anybody's arguing about it.
0: Um, Nightmare.
1: It's a nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's a a nightmare. We
0: don't know what it's going to be like. It's hard to say because like you said, it's the first week. So I don't know in a month from now, is it still going to be a nightmare or is it going to be all right? Is it just going to be a little annoying? So
1: yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll have to see. Before we start talking about that though, I just want to remind you wonderful exports about our Patreon. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now, where we have different perks and everything. Like we have our bonus episodes and you get access to our episodes before everybody else. So if you want to help support us, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. Yeah, let's just let's just get right into it. Believe okay. Sea of Dreams. Uh, it made its debut on November 11th, 2022 and it's a great show fantastic mm-hmm. there we're done <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, it looks really 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 good
1: it is a really good show i am so happy that it's good yeah because you know what disney C and i'm sure you can agree with this or not agree i don't know you can tell me. <laughs> Disney Sea has been lacking for the last uh-huh. th- almost three years, especially in the evening. Longer than three There's years. almost nothing, <laughs> yeah. nothing to do in the evening. Yeah, right. Yes, you can do the wonderful attractions that there are there, like you know Journey to the Center of the Earth, Sinbad, all these other Tower of Terror, all those things. But you can only do them so many times, mm-hmm. right? And like the dining and, and things like that. But Tokyo Disney Sea, especially since the pandemic, the entertainment has been lacking severely. Yeah. So, getting a nighttime spectacular that is worth seeing is makes me very happy. And this is this is what the park needs. Now we just need the rest of the entertainment to catch up.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just glad to see it on an upswing. You know, because like the yes. nighttime entertainment has always been good. I mean, maybe that first show was like. It was still good, it was still fun, you know, but like you know, ever since Bravissimo, I think the nighttime spectaculars have been really lovely, you know, and I think this is good it it's still going in an upward direction. it looks really great, the beautiful costumes, it's even got some wacky characters, which my husband is obsessed with, like this like I don't know, I don't even know what it is, like a goblin on one of the floats, which he he's like, this thing is so amazing. <laughs>
1: Yes, there's a goblin like this love weird it. goblin I thing. Love it. I, I think it's during the Coco section.
0: So let me take you back to Mythica. There was in the concept art, this is why my husband's so obsessed with this. There was in the concept art this frog with wings that never ended up in the show. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> had been speculating about they're like, we have to see this character. And I feel like this is the resurgence, a different version of that character. <laughs> But like no, the costumes, the 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 projection mapping. And I've only seen the projection mapping on video. And video never, ever, ever looks anywhere near as good as it does in person. And it looks so crisp on the video. So I'm excited to see that. You know, it looks super, super cool.
1: I was really worried that they're gonna they were gonna rely too much on projection mapping. Yeah. But They don't.
0: No, they they don't.
1: It complements the show. It doesn't dominate the show, Mm -mm. which makes me very happy. A lot of stuff is going on on the water. Mm -hmm. So if you're watching from like Mickey Square, Mm -hmm. like in the the square area there where the Miracosta is, if you're in like in that area, which is the paid area, which we'll talk about Mm -hmm. in a moment, you're fully immersed in the show. Like it's a three hundred and sixty experience so to speak, just with the projection mappings happening to your left, to your right, behind you, and then you have the show happening right in front of you. Yeah, they just did a really good job with that. I am super impressed with the barges. Yeah. Like, I'm obsessed with those barges. We had the barges in Fantasmic, and they were kind of, lack of a better term, one note. They're like, they did what they needed yeah. to do. They carried the performers, the performers are on there, and they would like walk down inside of it when they're done, right? Mm -hmm. And the other performers will come out. With these barges, not only do they have the screens on the side of them, which are super crisp, by the way, like they are super clear. It's ridiculous how clear these things are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They transform. Yeah. So they slide up and down to hide and reveal the performers. And also there's like a pillar as well that moves up and down that Has the characters on them. So, like Elsa or Co or not, not Coco, Miguel. Mm -hmm. Miguel? Miguel. Yeah. Like all these other characters that are in the show are on these pillars and all the barges are kind of in sync
0: Mm -hmm.
1: with uh, the projection mapping and stuff. And like projection mapping will kind of, well, I shouldn't say projection mapping, the on the screens, like if things are like glittering Mm -hmm. like in a wave, you know, across like the projection mapping onto the barges, everything just kind of like one foul swoop. Everything's just in sync. Yeah. The technology they use to get this to work so well together.
0: I mean, it's hard. It's
1: very impressive. Yeah,
0: it's it's difficult. It is
1: super impressive.
0: It looks beautiful. It looks like, again, I haven't seen. Um, These little scene vignettes seem to pop up from what I've seen does that sound accurate to you like for example like the little mermaid like you see the boat and yes. like the water coming up and it looks really lovely
1: so they have the screens you know with uh, you know the animations happening then they have water spraying mm-hmm. out of the barges out of the harbor from the middle pillar thing in the middle that kind of represents the, the second star to the right yeah I'm guessing because Peter Pan and Wendy are kind of like the center of the show cuz they come out on their own special golden boat. Right. Which thank goodness we got rid of that <laughs> that, that awful. Well, no, I think it's still I used mean, in other shows. Yeah,
0: it might show up again.
1: It's still used, I think in the in the daytime show, but thank goodness it is not in, in the Believe Sea of Dreams. Thank goodness. Yeah. Because that that barge needs to go away. <laughs> it needs to be retired. It's just it's such a beautiful show. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like a montage of all the different like characters that are in it with their their songs mm-hmm. from the shows. Yeah. I would say the two like ones that were surprising to me because they don't have like a presence in Disney scene is Moana and Big from Coco. They don't really have a present. I guess like Coco kind of does because they do- they've done the mural and stuff in um Lost River Delta, but Moana To my knowledge, hasn't really been in Disney Sea. Oh,
0: no, man. I think that's like a sign of things to come, though, right? Because sometimes in these shows, they kind of like think ahead to what they're going to do in the future. So, and she fits so perfectly, you know?
1: Yeah. Water, Disney Sea, it makes sense. Like, I'm not complaining. I'm just just saying, like, these are the two characters that are like, oh, they don't really have a connection to Disney Sea as strong as the other ones. Because the other characters do have like a prominent presence in the park. This is, this is just speculation on my part. You know, back in, what was it, 2014, 2015, when they announced there was supposed to be a frozen land mm-hmm. in the corner of Lost River Delta? Yeah. That land is still there, and it's still not doing anything. Maybe at some point they'll put Moana there. I
0: think 100%. They're going to put it somewhere, most likely there.
1: Because that is prime real estate. Yeah. Prime real estate. Like There's nothing in that corner of the park. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense to put something like Moana there, Yeah, whatever they come up with. So. Maybe, maybe we're just foretelling. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I'm pretty sure they think of those things in advance. Like I think that's kind of like oh, yeah. a little a little hint of what's to come. Mm-hmm,
1: of what's to come. Yeah. Or maybe since it's Lost River Delta, something to do with Coco would make sense as well. I think
0: mean, they've done things with Coco before, though. There, like it makes sense.
1: Yeah. Or maybe Lost River Delta would be rethemed.
0: I mean, it's already Latin America, so
1: yeah, it's it's definitely not a stretch. Yeah, technically speaking, the show wonderful. The music, the song, for me, the song makes or breaks a show. Mm-hmm. And this song is stuck in my head, and I cannot wait for the soundtrack to come out because I want it. I really want it.
0: Yeah, I love Misha.
1: <laughs> so Misha does the original song, which plays at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But there's like a you know a Disneyfied version of it in the show itself. The kind of over the top very Disney, like, I don't know how else, how else to explain it. Like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It sounds like a song that's in a Disney, like a nighttime spectacular mm-hmm. type of show. So it's so good.
0: It'll be and there's cool. Pyro. Yeah.
1: Pyro, there's some fireworks, there's water, there's projection mapping, there's lasers, there's freaking laser beams, there's lasers happening on Mount Prometheus. Like, they didn't hold back with this show. No, They did not. I want to see it again. It was so good.
0: Yeah, I fr- I'm excited to see it for sure. It's it's
1: definitely one of those like you already mentioned. Video doesn't do it justice. No, it really does. Yeah,
0: doesn't. it it can't for this kind of show. And even then, it looks fantastic. You know, to be honest.
1: Yeah, you need to see it in person. And yeah, it's just to me, it breathes life back into Disney Sea because Disney Sea has been. Lack of a better term, very stagnant for the last while. Yeah, and it's nice to see something worth getting excited over.
0: It's good to see entertainment because that's what Disney Sea really has always been. So yeah. we really needed some form of entertainment, and this is like really wonderful.
1: And we've kind of talked about this before too. Like in like for the last few years, mm-hmm. we've talked about how Disney Sea's entertainment's kind of gone. Eh.
0: I mean, they've cut almost all of it. Yeah
1: seeing, having something like this is nice to see. Mm-hmm. So now we just need other things to follow suit. Like we need the regular big band beat back. We need like a proper show in front of the SS Columbia, mm-hmm. like Jamboree Mickey. I'm
0: going to stop. <laughs> I can't.
1: You know, what? it fits a Disney, it fits a, a Disneyland.
0: Disneyland. And, and also it not fits as the fun thing about Jamboree Mickey is the spontaneity. And when you schedule it as a stage show, There's no spontaneity. You just have mega fans, which are, to be honest, kind of creepy. And it's not a stage show. (laughs) It's like, stop it.
1: It's just like a dance, weird dance. It's
0: like a weird cult. It's got cult vibes all over the place. I don't. And even like, it's, you can tell it's like aimed for young people. And my son's like, what is this garbage? (laughs) We went like last month and we were like for Halloween or something and we were watching from like one of the table areas and he's like, What is this? And I'm like, It's all right. It's all right. You know, enjoy your churro.
1: (laughs) Don't ask questions. Don't ask
0: questions. That's what this is now. You don't you don't
1: want to know the answer.
0: (laughs) But so it's that's why it's so good to see like a proper like nighttime entertainment. it's so this is what nice we need. it's like this is last... what
1: disney C has needed yeah and i am just so happy
0: but here's the thing i want to watch it but to go to see it looks like such oh. a nightmare
1: <laughs> let's get into it let's just get into <laughs> okay. it oh okay. Right, so just to preface this just to reiterate what you said at the beginning at the top of the show yes this could change. It could change. Going forward, because the show is new, so everybody wants to see it. So naturally, things are going to be kind of a mess. Mm-hmm. But man, are they a mess. It's a mess. It is a nightmare to try and see this show. It is ridiculous right now, and I hope it improves.
0: <laughs> They've done it in like the most obnoxious way possible, because all the prearranged seating is most of the show area. And you have to come early and it's just so obnoxious. And I'm like, man, I don't want to. Okay. Like, yes, I know the exchange rate. Yes. But for us, it's like $100 to go for the ticket. Right. I get it. It's cheaper for you in dollars. But for us, it's not. For us, it's always been the same. The the money doesn't change. Right. I want to spend like $100 on a ticket and then have to pay for the seating just to see the show, which scares me because. With my luck, it'll be a, a freaking wind day or something where it's either. I don't think they'll cancel it because they're charging for it, but it'll be like a really minimized version of it, which I don't want to pay for, you know. And then have to line up early to get to the pre-arranged seating, and that's if you have pre-arranged seating. If you luck out with the lottery, or if you do the 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 thing where you buy the ticket. The other one is arranged is what's it called? The seating is decided for the vacation package. But everything else is not decided. So you have to get there early, right? And then if you don't do that, you have to get a seat somewhere in like a terrible viewing area. And it's like, I just don't want to deal with that. I want to see the show, but I don't want it to be a pain. You know what I mean?
1: So- Let's back up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so a week before the show debuted, they announced how the seating is going to work. And this is the first time they've done this. So a lot of people were pretty upset and Twitter was Twitter was ablaze, even more than it is right now with the other stuff going on with Elon Musk and all that stuff. We won't talk about that. So they've introduced paid seating for the show. And a lottery seating for the show, and then free for all for the show. So it's
0: wait, and vacation much package. more complicated. Vacation package and yes. then free for all.
1: Yes. Well, vacation package kind of falls under the paid seating because you're paying, but a lot with more. a
0: very different thing. Because vacation package has the assigned seats, so you don't have to fight like animals over seating.
1: No, definitely. So if you're paying top dollar, you're gonna. It's less stressful. So there's vacation package seating. Which, yes, you get assigned seating, or, you know, like not assigned, but it's like you can show up and you'll get a good spot. Like you're you're paying a lot of money for this. And just like a side note, as of this recording, vacation packages are only available on the Japanese website. Don't ask us why. I don't know. It's not available on the English website. <laughs> ask' all we'll see. I don't know. Don't know when that's coming back. But anyway, vacation package seating. Then from there, there is the Disney Premier Access for seating, which is 2,500 yen, which is like, what, 17 U.S. dollars or something with the terrible exchange rate for us?
0: right?
1: (laughs) Something like that. And then from there is the entry request, which is just a lottery (laughs) for the seating. And then after that, it's the Mm free-for-all. As you can imagine, the vacation packages are going to get the best seats in the house. Which, understandably so, they're paying a lot of money. Makes sense. The Disney Premier Access, like the second best seating in the in in the house, and then there's the entry request, or like the lottery areas. So for the Disney Premier Access and the lottery areas, if you have these tickets, you still have to kind of line up so you can get a spot because it's not assigned seating. It's in spe- like it's an area, but it's first come first serve.
0: And Some of those seats are terrible.
1: For the lottery areas, yeah, some of them are kind of, okay.
0: Like, I'm talking about in the hallway of the shopping area when you walk in through the parks. Like, that's wild.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so there's that. And I know know people are listening, they're like, what are you talking about? We have, a, like, we have a map on our website. It's also on the Toki Disney Resort website that shows where all these are that we're talking about. And
0: which, by the way, the map shifts depending. Yeah, the <laughs> on, map
1: changes depending um, how busy it is exactly. in the Exactly. So
0: even that is not like 100% stable. You have to like make sure the day you're going and like where that seating is.
1: And then anywhere else is pretty much free for all. So like if you're looking towards the Miracosta, like if you're looking from Mysterious Island or like the, the, the bridge between like the two bridges on the left side, I guess, when you're walking to Disney seat, the two bridges over there, the first bridge, like they're seating there, they're seating along the Mediterranean Harbor, but you're kind of behind the walkways. So it's basically, it's just a, it's a hot mess. And don't ask me where the best seats are. I don't know for Free-for-all seating, your guess is as good as mine right now. I haven't seen the show enough to know. For the Disney premiere access, it's been selling up before the park even officially opens. Good
0: luck getting it. Can you get it through the English app or no? I I imagine yes, because the other things you can. It's on
1: there. Okay. Yeah, it's on there. But the reason why it's selling out before the park officially opens is because they're letting people into the park early, so then once you're in the park, because you have to be scanned into the park with your ticket to buy the Disney Premier Access. So what is happening is people know this, so they get there as early as they possibly Mm -hmm. can. And Disney doesn't tell you when they're going to open. random
0: times, 45 minutes, an hour. Nobody knows.
1: It depends on the day and how busy it is. So it could be half an hour. So like, let's say the park officially opens at 9 a.m. They could start letting you in at 8.30. They could start letting you in at 8.15. They could start letting you in at 8 a.m. You don't know. They don't tell us. They're kind of taking the USJ route. USJ has been doing this for a long time, Mm -hmm. where they just let you in before the park even opens, and they don't tell you when that is going to be.
0: But here's the difference with USJ. USJ, you can buy all your things in advance, so you don't have to worry about getting into the park and then tapping furiously on your phone to either enter a lottery or maybe you have five (laughs) minutes to buy the premier access to like i guess you're gonna have to choose if you want to ride soaring or watch the show you know like everything the usj is completely not stressful because everything is decided ahead of time you already know that your your stuff is pre-bought if you're watching a show you already have your ticket you don't have to worry about it so it's a completely different experience
1: yeah I've been keeping an eye on Twitter because obviously I'm not going to the park every day because we don't have annual passes for Disney and I'm not going to be paying. I don't want to pay for a full day ticket every other day. So that's just not what I'm doing, but paying attention on Twitter is the premier access has been selling out before the park even opens. Yeah,
0: Like within like what, like five, 50, 15 minutes. I heard like on, what was it like Monday, but that was a Duffy release day. So who knows that it was like 15 minutes or so.
1: Yeah. Like it was really quickly. This might die down in a few months' time. Who knows? It will eventually die down. Yeah, eventually people aren't going to want to pay that. So for probably for the next few months, it's going to be like this, I have a feeling. Uh And we're probably going to see some changes because, let me tell you, it is a mess. And they're probably trying to figure out what to do. (laughs) Because it is a hot mess right now. It is a hot, hot mess. I got to see it during previews.
0: How was previews, by the way?
1: It was good. Uh the show was wonderful.
0: Actually, you had a better experience than the one that people got on the first day because I heard something wasn't working on the first day.
1: It was delayed on the first, like the premiere night, it was it was delayed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But again, I wasn't close enough <laughs> to even notice no, anything know. was not working. So I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't tell you. Yeah. But during the preview, they didn't have any of the premiere access or the entry request stuff happening. Nice. It was all just first come, first serve in terms of seating. I don't know about vacation packages, but
0: mm-hmm. whatever,
1: that doesn't matter. I waited, I think, two and a half hours in my spot. That's
0: not terrible. I was
1: right in front of Il Postino. Nice. So I was sit- I sat there for about two and a half hours. I was fine with that. I'm like, you know what? I'm g- I want to see the show, so I'm more than happy to wait. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. I did go again on premiere day. Tried the entry request, didn't win. Obviously, the premiere access was sold out. So didn't do that. I wasn't on a vacation package, and I couldn't see anything. Did you
0: get a little peek of Misha, at least? Because she did show up for the premiere, which was a really wonderful thing, I thought.
1: I didn't, because I was by McDuck's, and I could not see a thing. Uh, I heard her.
0: Well, I mean, it was it was a recording. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I heard the announcement of, of her yeah. uh, happening. I was like, oh, that's cool. At least I'm, like, present, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's here, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, the whole seating thing, oh,
0: goodness. Man, I have to go in December, and I'm, like, I'm going with a family member, so it's not, like, a Disney person. And even then, I'm not sure if I'm going to get to see the show because, like, I, you know, she's buying a day ticket. I don't want to waste her time waiting around. So, like, if we see it, we see it. I don't know, the ticket situation, how it goes. I don't know if I don't know like it just seems like such a pain so I want to see it I hope to see it next month knock on wood we'll see what happens
1: for those of you that are going probably in the next few months like budget in waiting two hours before the show or even three like just kind of scope out the situation I know we shouldn't have to do this unless you're paying for the Premier access or whatever. If you can probably, get
0: premier access, try, yeah,
1: yeah. Kind of scope it out, see what the situation is depending on the crowds. Kind of see what other people are doing and kind of go from there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So maybe just budget that maybe you're gonna your evening is gonna be spent with that show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe like that's probably the best advice I can give because it's hard to say what's gonna happen. Like it, it the sh- like I said, the show just started. Things are probably gonna shift. Probably gonna change. But overall, though, if you do see the show, it's worth it. It's such a good show, and I'm very happy with it. Yeah. Despite the seating fiasco, (laughs) it's worthy of being at Disney Sea. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think it is worthy of being
0: there. I think it's definitely like, and I love, I love all the nighttime shows that they have, and I think it's definitely an improvement over Fantasmic from what I've seen. It just yeah, it's nice to have something
1: unique. Like yes, our our Fantasmic was arguably unique because it's on the harbor and everything. But it's just nice to have something that is like I mean, truly unique
0: to Disney Sea. Absolutely, and it's it's like looking at like the the barges. It's like an upgrade. It's like kind of like Fantasmic had some interesting ideas, but it still yeah. had you know flaws. And they were able to kind of like elevate and kind of implement new things, which looks like it's really working out. The parks are always changing. They're getting better. We have new ways of doing things and showing things. And I think you can see that with this show. Like you can see like how they're able to do things that they might've had like an idea of or a concept of, and they're like, oh, now we can, now we know how to do it. And now we know what the issues that we had with the prior show and we can kind of like improve upon that. So I think that's really fantastic.
1: Oh, I agree hundred percent. So if anyone is listening that worked on the show, you did a really good job. Yay! Good job, guys. <laughs> you did a fantastic job, and thank you so much. Like seriously, it, it, it's the hard work shows, and we do appreciate it. And we know the seating is not.
0: It's no, not. It's not, it's not the that people who made the shows fault. Has, a, yeah, the, has nothing to do with you. Yeah, it's completely different.
1: <laughs> that's a whole. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. But the show itself, wonderful job, bravo, bravissimo.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's such a great show. It really. It's. it's fantastic wonderful okay we've sung enough of its praises (laughs) see it go and watch the show when you can definitely worth it all right before we go we want to thank some wonderful explorers that are supporting us over on patreon and again if you want to support us head on over to patreon.com slash tdr now so a big thank you to acro disney girl adam amanda c Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Chris B, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, I almost said Becker for some reason, (laughs) Kevin, Shani B, Harry, and Marina.
0: And thanks to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Murray H, Michelle, Murray, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, Sonia, WW, Paige, and um, yeah.
1: So remember to rate, review us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us from. You know, give us give us a nice rating. And if you have any questions for us, just send them to us on Twitter or send them to us directly. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And you can find us up on our website. Again, tdrexplorer.com. Also on YouTube, all those places. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer. And I am the one that is wanting to go back to DCC to watch this show again. Because I really, really want to watch it again. And joining us always is the wonderful Patricia.
0: Um, hi, guys. I guess I am the one listening to Misha as I ponder the seating and what to do next month. You guys, I hope you get a chance to come out and experience it soon and keep exploring.
1: Our Spores. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.